Welcome back to the Recovering SJMR podcast. This podcast delves into the lives and the stories of people who once associated with Sovereign Grace churches. We discuss heavy topics such as abuse and spiritual trauma, so viewer discretion is advised. We will also share stories of victory and the freedom we have experienced after leaving Sovereign Grace Ministries. If you have any questions or want to share your story, please contact us at recoveringsgmer at gmail.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today we have Jessica with us. Hello. Say hello. Hi. Jessica, <laughs> do you want to, how long, well, let's just get right into it. How long have oh, you no been problem. in Sovereign Grace? Um, so I started going to Sovereign Grace around 2001. It was mm-hmm. the, like our first, it's so funny, our first service that we ever went to was when Paul Palmer said he was going to leave. No, that was your first one. Over. That was my first service. And we we're like, what the heck is going on? No. Um, and you went back. One. It was weird. Um, but for some reason, we stayed um, <laughs> even after that. But um, who was I didn't hear was, who followed him? Paul Palmer. Frank? I don't know. I was like, Hit. It was yeah, that was I was like 12 or 13 ago. at the time, so okay. I, don't, I don't know. But yeah. he, he left, and he also, I mean, what they cited for him leaving was medical issues. I know that yes, there was that's like what other, I remember. yeah, there was other drama outside mm-hmm. of that. I mean, yeah. Rick and Trey are not on good terms with him, at least that, from what I was told and aware of. Yeah. But um, so I think it was like a convenient probably um reason for him to go is like oh medical issues but um i know right. that that's that was was what was said huh which so, kind uh, of leaves you thinking like because in that day that was before i think the whole well i don't want to get into that but in that day i mean wouldn't have word gotten around the street if one of his kids was like a normal kid that he had to that like smoke some pot or something that he'd have to be demoted. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that stuff. Um, During that time, you know, like, no one, like, I don't, yeah, it's it, like that. I don't know. I'm real, I'm unfamiliar with that. Yeah, like, yeah. That type of environment that might have been before I started coming. Because as far oh. as I was aware, no one was, like, demoted. I mean, there, ugh, see, there's, like. No, like every single, almost every single pastor or intern that has come out of Sovereign Grace Gilbert has like, are not on good terms mm-hmm. with either Rich or Sovereign Grace itself. Like, so okay. that's telling, obviously. Yes. Um, so like Brian McKay left on bad terms. Um, Toby Kerth, you know, didn't, you know is not associated with Sovereign Grace anymore. Yeah. Jason and Aaron left on not good terms. Tyler left on not good terms. Adam obviously left on not good terms. Like literally every single associate, like any single pastor outside of Rich and Trey do not have, they are not on good terms with Sovereign Grace. So I like, so is, is the problem with, rich himself or what you know that right that's the that's the question 
Um, but like, uh, like reason, like that type of reasoning though, of like, oh, demoted because like your kid smokes pot or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm not aware of that from like what from like the different people that have left. Like, oh, right. well, that wasn't the reason. It was like other stuff. But so yeah, just to answer that's that interesting. Question. I never heard that before because a lot of times, I mean, I, I guess I can recall probably maybe one or maybe I'm trying to think. Typically, when they, I did know people who left, I guess, pastors that left, not because of, you know, their kids acting normal, but. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like that's really. That's like the, a big uh, one. Yeah, that's like a big oh, one. Oh, okay. See, if I you know. have awful kids, you know. Yeah, no, not, again, not from what I'm, like, aware of. It's, like, other, yeah. like, other stuff. Like. Maybe there wasn't a lot of that going on. I mean. There, yeah, I, I don't. I know. There's other fishy stuff that was going yeah. on. Not that. <laughs> yeah. Other. It is stuff. kind of funny to talk to people like on our group and stuff that it's like. Sure. Okay, we have absolutely like the complete opposite oh, of whatever weird rule that person talks about. You know what I For mean? Sure. But, For but then sure. But there's always the underlying some control aspects. You it know. Is. Right. Right. This is really interesting to me. <laughs> it does. And that kind of power and control. Yes. It, like it kind of is unveiled and revealed in different ways. There you, you go. Know? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so like, so yeah, so for sure. Like, it, yeah, we all have different experiences, but yeah, something's crazy going on. And it seems like at least there, there are like the same same oh. probably throughout too oh, you like modesty sure. and stuff a, but some stuff is like pick and power. choose yeah it's abuse weird. of power for sure is a big one yeah um so you okay so you went there when you were 12 or 13 you said 12 or 13 pretty much yeah went there uh, so your parents your your parents and your family went to yeah my parents and went and then my sister so we all went together um and then again that was when rich like first 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 started becoming senior pastor and gotcha. stuff i remember some of the like together conferences some of the celebration conferences oh yeah yeah so like i remember all of that stuff mm-hmm. um and i mean growing up like we were public schoolers so yeah that was you know because there was a big homeschool community that's like heavily influenced in sovereign grace yeah um so that was kind of weird you know i guess we were but how did that affect your did that affect any of your friendships within the well we were very sheltered anyway oh (laughs) i think we fit right in yeah exactly um we fit (laughs) we sort in pretty easily because i'm like oh i don't know stuff either oh okay you know (laughs) Uh, how did why did your parents decide to bless you with an out school education (laughs) (laughs) well we're from california so okay so that's why so we we came from california the the gilbert church was like right by my parents house so it was kind of like a church out of convenience and they're very 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 good with the love bombing 
Um, yep. As we're already, you know, know. Do you want, when, can you explain for everyone? I think everyone knows what it is, but I like to hear sure. other people so, explain what love bombing is. So what is it? So love bombing is a, uh, I mean, as I understand it, yeah, yeah. Um, is very typical in cults where mm-hmm. you, um, you love, encourage, affirm mm-hmm. a person, a new person coming in to gain um, loyalty quickly. Okay. Um, to gain relationship with them quickly. And mm-hmm. oftentimes with cults, it's a way, it's also a way to manipulate. So it's harder to leave. With love, yeah. love bonding as well, when you, when you gain that type of like relationship so quickly, mm-hmm. it's harder to leave mm-hmm. as well. So you're like, instantly attached really because they're super super nice to you right there's not a lot of depth to it aside Mm -hmm. from that and then like you just you can't like you're you feel compelled to be loyal to that person Mm -hmm. um because of that so um so they're they're very 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 good at that that is a really concise definition of that (laughs) i like it i've i've done i've done a lot of research i love it yeah that's great (laughs) <laughs> um, well and then here i guess well in other churches too after the love bomb so i guess there's for our church at least there was different stages of love bomb oh, sure. you yeah. know what i mean so it's like yeah. some but so some of them really did like last totally initially like last while they were still in and then once they left of course they didn't last but but then some of them were just really good at the initial, I think. Oh, you know, love bombing, whatever they want to yeah. do. And we then kind of pawning people it. off to certain people. So love yeah. bomb. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like the some of the people at Sovereign Grades were genuine. I mean, that's what attracted my family mm-hmm. in the first place. Right. Wow. Like, these are, like like really nice people like oh my yeah gosh. like this is so great but yeah. also somewhat I mean my my parents are Colombian so mm-hmm. there was a language barrier oh, that gotcha. was hard but for the most part we fit in because mm-hmm. we were so sheltered you know so like it was yeah for us to assimilate because mm-hmm. of the like because of me and me and my sister were yes acted very similarly <laughs> to like the other right like teens our age. So did was there a racial aspect at all that you experienced? You know, I mean, I would assume was, the church is mostly white. No, yes, yes, yeah, it okay. is. yes, it is. So not very racially diverse, yeah, um, at all. So that that's definitely a thing um which i think when there's not diversity um there's not a lot of diversity of opinion either and so mm-hmm. um i mean that also kind of ties into like the like just the you know the female oppression stuff that i felt so yeah i mean we were kind of growing like when we became a when we became adults like my sister and i especially myself mm-hmm. i was quickly identified as like the outspoken loud right person so how much of that was my personality how much yes. of that was like racially profiling me as a Colombian? Yeah. you know like it's just 
that's probably a little harder to tell, but, um, Oh, that's, Oh, I never thought about that. That does make sense. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, so that was something, but, um, I mean, my, my, there was like different stupid jokes that would be said like, Oh, you know, are you Mexican? I'm like, no, that's not the only Hispanic country in the world. You know, it's like <laughs> stupid, yeah. stupid stuff like that, you know, yeah. but like never, not that again, not that I'm aware of, like not, um, like, oh my gosh, like they're racist or something like that. It yeah. wasn't like that, but there is a little bit of some, some ignorance, oh. ignorance there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, I'm just now looking at the uh oh, questions the from the group. Yeah, totally. Did you want to answer any of those? Oh, sure. Or, or do you um, want to answer? Do you want to finish your story first, or no? I we can go through the questions because that's <laughs> okay, kind of see. how I was thinking about it. So no problem. Okay. Yeah. So, can you ask me them so I don't get off? Yes. Yes. Let me ask. Someone says, where is, and if we have time, I actually do have a message that I forgot to tell you about. Okay. Where is this elusive, oh, where is this elusive Gilbert Church? Um, they are in Arizona, um, Arizona Gilbert, and Rich Richardson is the senior pastor, and he's also the director of global missions on the Sovereign Grace Church leadership team. Okay, so that's what they're calling now, the leadership team. Okay, leadership team. Okay. I mean, elder, I don't know. Well, I see, know. I referred to them the other day as the elders, but the Council of Elders is something different, so oh, I don't know see, either. I don't know. They like yeah. to use words <laughs> yeah, yeah like those are all words good job yeah exactly i don't know okay so that was it so then um there was someone who messaged me that i did want to this might be able to um just tie us right into maybe some more in-depth stuff um sure Um, let me just read it real fast and then I'll just edit this whole thing out because I didn't want to read it all. Um, it says, I saw that you were putting together a podcast about Gilbert. I don't even know what to say about the weirdness out there. Yeah. Um, I was recently with, uh, I was recently there for two funerals in addition to, um, other Southern Gracers. Yeah. And the behavior is truly weird. We were there for almost thir- 30 years and people act like we have a c- contagious disease. Someone else, uh, someone even, uh, someone even told me that we had in quotes left well back in 2013, but my comments on Facebook have now changed that matter. What on earth? First, leaving well is a made up term to try and control people after they have left. I worked for them for five years back in the apostle days. I worked for 
uh, Palmer and Richardson Sr. They ex- uh, they certainly did not want uh, me talking. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, let's see. The only one, the only thing I have said online was to confront Rich uh, Jr. about a public post he he linked to the stupid Doug Wilson article. I invite uh, I invited him to contact me because he knows what I know. He did not reach out. Not surprised. Second. I asked a friend who is still there, who is uh, who has had her own abuse in the past, um, and asked if she was going to read Dan Hollander's book, and she replied, "No, this is really sad. No, yeah. there are two sides to the story, and Rich has told us more. Yeah, Ugh. I usually know what to say on the spot, and I had no idea what to say then." And actually, she did say I could read verbatim, so I might actually read that in. I might leave that in, sure. um, but not, but just take out her name. But anyways, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that um, oh, there's just a lot. I mean, should I get into my story, I guess? Yeah. Well, I just, yeah. That's fine. Okay, so my name is Jessica Prather, and I am a suppressive person. According to Sovereign Grace Church Gilbert, and probably at large. Um, So that is me. We left in 2017. And bottom line, we left because I was humiliated, degraded. Um, My character was missed. My, I was mischaracterized basically for standing up for a domestic abuse victim and at the church at the church okay. and they t- took and by they I mean the people involved mm-hmm. Rich Rich Richardson, Aaron Hobegger, Jason Hansen and even at times, Trey Richardson and Tyler Jenner, um, they at times took an abuser, or they did, they did take an abuser-centric way forward, which Mm -hmm. we disagreed with, and... What what do you mean, what does that mean, an abuser-centric? So, in a domestic abuse um, situation, or even in an abuse situation, just Mm -hmm. in any abuse situation, what is... What is um, therapeutic, what is trauma-informed, is to Mm -hmm. do and advocate for what is best for the victim and their own safety and sanity and, you know, their family. So that is is trauma-informed, that is victim-centric, you know, whatever. Gotcha. So what the pastors, and it got really confusing and relationships got really weird and different things like that. But bottom line, they chastised us for saying and believing and advocating that the, that the abuser was evil and dangerous and should be held accountable. Um, and we and we 
during that entire time we'd been we had been working with the victim for like a year and a half had right. been advocating for her own safety and sanity and every step of the way were manipulated and pacified to you know kind of keep the peace like it's you know it's fine it's okay you know whatever and then now are they doing that by the you're you're talking about pastors right the pastors yeah yeah are the uh what was i gonna say okay. uh never mind i don't know go ahead yeah and so um so we had been working with this victim for mm-hmm. again a, like about a year and a half thing like there were different things that were advised that we that I did not agree with and not, I mean, according to like all the research that I was doing on her behalf, I'm like, this is what all the materials that I'm reading are saying that unless the abuser is completely and totally owning all of the abuse that he's done and he's, he's not repentant. Right. Um, and he, at that point, as far as we were aware and as far as she was aware too, he was not, he was not owning everything. And there was a meeting that we had with all of the pastors prior to us leaving. And they had told us in that meeting, we are gravely concerned. We are, we are very concerned about this abuser. He's nowhere near where he should be. And I said, okay, so that's like, so is he repentant or not? And Rich had then said, well, you know, kind of, sort of, in his words, to quote him, he said, well, it kind of, it ebbs and flows, you know, and that's according to scripture. I'm sorry. He said, you asked if he was repentant and they said it ebbs and flows? Yes, that's what they said. Literally verbatim, that's what he said. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, so no, like that's right. not, you know, so no, that's Thanks not how for making that clear. So, so no, you know, and so that's how I took that was like, wow. okay, so he's unrepentant. So like, why are like, why do we keep dangling this carrot of like, well, maybe he can change. Well, maybe, you know, and right. not calling abuse what it is and not, right. or not because they did, they did think that she was abused but it was always but like it wasn't in their action like they would say that with their words but not with their actions right and so he up until the like the fall before we left was on the security the abuser was on the security team carrying a gun Mm. until no i'm not joking um and there's like email correspondence that no. that we can verify with that. So oh. don't don't at me if you don't want receipt. <laughs> um, so like, at, and so my husband was like, um, he's still on the security team. Like that's not appropriate. That's not safe. You know. Because at this time, I don't. I don't think we've mentioned it. at this time. It was like eight. Were you back from the pastor's college? Oh yeah, this was two. Okay. We were back a few years. Okay. Um. So that. he was an associate pastor or uh, just no, no, no. He was pastor. like a, he was a, 
like a small group lead. The abuser, he was like a. No, no, I'm sorry. We oh, Adam. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Adam. I'm sorry. Now, now we're like going into a different story. Yeah. Um, so sorry. he had no. He was not on the pastoral staff at all at that point. Okay. Okay. No. Continue. <laughs> no. No problem. No problem. Um, and so send an email like, hey, this is not right. Rich then calls Adam like, oh my gosh. You're right. No, he shouldn't be serving, you know, whatever. Rectified yeah. it at the time. Then comes, so then we have this meeting where it's like, oh my gosh, we're gravely concerned, blah, blah, blah. We felt heard in, mm-hmm. in the moment, but that's what I, that's kind of part of the spiritual abuse part because mm-hmm. be like rich specifically is very good he could he would make an amazing politician yeah Um, because he's very good at making you feel hurt without Mm -hmm. actually doing anything so like oh my gosh yes we're taking this serious like oh like we're so grieved we're gravely concerned like words 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 Mm -hmm. you know different things like that and so we feel like oh my gosh he's like He's taking this serious. He's hearing us out and then not doing anything. And so mm-hmm. we, this is now like what our fifth meeting that we've had. And it was just your one on one meeting. Just, with Rich, so or? I was just like kind of getting tired of it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, this, like, he's unrepentant. So what are you going to do about it? And they're like, well, mm-hmm. you know, we got to talk about it. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Like, oh my God. And so, and then I turned to Jason and I'm like, this is your friend. Like, what do you think about this? Jason's and, and one of the pastors. Jason right? Hansen um, was one of the pastors. Yeah. And, okay. and he had then said, he's like, well, like, I don't like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm like. I don't know what I'm doing. Like when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to him, like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I don't know. And it was just oh all God. like, this is now like almost two years later and you don't know. Like, yeah. th- like, you're a pastor. Like, th- this is something that you need to get, like, get familiar with very quick. Yeah. Like, you, she can't afford your I don't know. And right, so, right. So that was, that meeting was November. I'm like, okay, unrepentant, obviously, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then come December, um, Jason Hansen, and his wife and the abuser and his victim go on a double date within four weeks of that. Oh, and so I'm like, at that point, I'm done. I'm like, I don't, you're not taking this serious. We're we're saying that that you're telling us you're gravely concerned. You're you're putting the victim at risk. And not Mm -hmm. only are you putting the victim at risk, you yourself with, Jason himself with his own words had told us, well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. So, you know, like, it's just this, like this willful ignorance and flying by the seat of your pants when it comes to people's lives. Like, yeah, this is very serious. And, and And in that environment, I think it's not from what I see in other churches, at least, it is not in sovereign grace environment. There is like no personal boundaries when it comes to these people's relationships with their pastors. And so it's like 
to them no, or not to all of them. They were God. They were God. That's what I was going to say. Like, they were they God. No, they were God. God. And because we did not think they were God and right. we were very, and we made that known. Yes. Like, I don't trust you. Like, you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Like, right. I, you do not know what you're doing and you're not doing things in a way that's safe. Right. For her. And I'm going to let that be known. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, that I do was, feel like we need to maybe say just because of like the bigger scandals, sovereign grace scandals is um without giving without telling someone else's um story, but this was not a sexual abuse case, correct? No, this is okay, domestic you. violence yeah. case. Domestic, okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I was like, I just don't wanna no, 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 I know. know but, no, me yeah. either. And I like I'm not an asshole as much as they yeah, want to yeah. paint me out to be. I know. <laughs> yeah. But this affected us. This affected yeah. our lives. And I'm how did it affect your husband them. and you? You what? How did it like specifically affect well, you and so, your husband? Really, really, yeah, oh, I mean, relationally. Oh my gosh. Like, so, so that happened. And then January of the next year, we then have, and then, so then that will like kind of go into other stuff. But January yeah. of that year, um, we have this big sit down with the pastors, with the victims. What year was this? This is 2017. This is the year that okay. we actually left. Okay. So all of the previous stuff was, I think, 2016. And then, so now we're in 2017, January right. of that year. And, and we are basically, I am berated and attacked by the victim, um, for an hour for manipulating her she compares me to her abusive husband like all this stuff with the pastors there and Aaron Habegger egging her on and nodding at every single thing that she says what um and Jason and Rich are there um which this was all orchestrated by Rich. So what the victim had said afterwards was, well, they wanted me to do this. Like they, that's what they, that's what Rich wanted me to do. And so that's what I'm saying about like, just the manipulative nature of these pastors to not only try to manipulate us, but also the victim as well. And so I don't like, I feel like she's just as much a victim of this. And so yep. I don't want to like speak ill of her. Um, right. I think she like, there are things that, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff, but, um, well, there's all these men that are failing her. Exactly. And, are protecting and, and, her. and so, and they're all to get, you know, and like in cahoots together. Yeah. And so it's a, lo- it's a loose situation. Right. It's a losing situation. Why would she want to, you know, like it's just exactly. it's a losing situation. Um, yeah. Totally. And so after that, that's when we left. That's when we left. Okay. Um, it's so like enough is enough. Enough is enough. We're done. Like, yeah. I, you know, I can't believe this. You compared me to an abuser. You manipulated the victim against us. Like, yeah. we're done. And so my husband sent all of the pastors a pretty scathing email basically Good. saying that um, yeah. our friends who were also involved in that meeting said the same thing of like, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous um, type of thing. 
And basically what we got out of that was, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, see you later, you know, type of thing. Yeah. And we were there for, you know, almost two decades. Yeah. Sorry you felt that way. If if you ever want to meet for coffee sometime, though, let me know. Yeah, exactly. And so it was just like, wow. And so that was crushing to us because... Yes. We had so desperately tried to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then for that to get thrown in our face and like, well, you know, he's on the right track. Like you're just wanting to, you know, prevent this marriage to heal and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's not what we were trying to do. We were trying to right. help her because according to all the research that I was doing, yeah, victims' lives are more important than their yes. marriage relationships. Right. And so that was the the direction that we were working out of, um, according <clears throat> to literally every single abuse article, book, whatever, that you could, that, that's out there. That's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Um, and stuff. Now, did I, did I do that perfectly? No. You know, not, and yeah. there were things that I needed to apologize for to her that I completely own and are on record via email, like with her, like, you know what I was, there were times I was an asshole like that. Yeah. Makes sense. But for it to then turn into now I'm wrong for standing up. Yeah. It's like, no, that's no, that's not it. Yeah. Um, That's not it. And so, That's what was the, that was honestly what was the most damaging part is kind of the stuff, I mean, the stuff that Rachel Den Hollander talks about, like online and in Mm -hmm. her book of like, you stand up for what's right. And then people in that community will like attack you. And that's basically what happened to us that we lost friendships because of that. Um, I, my like rich started rumors about my husband and his leadership skills because of me being the way I am. Mm. Um, Oh, why don't you explain that? Cause people, people should get what you're saying, but yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, right. So you never know. I, yeah. Yeah. So I am obviously outspoken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I'm a bold person. I'm an assertive person. Yeah. And, and love it. All the great qualities, girl. <laughs> all the great. I, that's how I feel. Um, but, yeah. So that is how God made me. I'm not ashamed of that. Right. But in a church that puts women in a box where if you speak out too loudly, if you're too brazen, if you're too bold, mm-hmm. you, got, you know, you got to get back in your box. You got to fall in line. Yeah. Um, which is why it was so easy. It, th- and this is why I can like make the conclusions that I've made about mm-hmm. them because there were so many people involved that were given the benefit of the doubt. There were so yes. many pastors' wives that yes. gave her shitty advice. Mm. terrible 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 advice about abuse and about her marriage and about different things like they're like I can count for you know like there it's it 
and like her friend, you know, like different people involved. But because it was me, it was like, oh, she's loud. She's brazen. She's right. monster. Not right. we're not going to give her the benefit of the doubt. No, she's like, yeah, we only reserve that for people who are quiet. <laughs> yeah, the pious proverb yeah. thirty-one shit. And exactly. It's so, and so it was like okay, like and so that kind of as much as like at the time, like I knew who I was, or I felt like I did, and right? Out of who I was, it does give you a little bit of a mind fuck. Um, oh, absolutely. Of like, oh my gosh, did I do the right thing? Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, I don't know. Like, if right is wrong and wrong mm-hmm. is right, like, what, what, what kind of organization am I believing in? Like, what is yeah. this? Like, oh, you know, like, and then you kind of have this like Josh Harris moment of like, <laughs> did what I believe was a lie? Like, right. If, if right is wrong, and wrong is right. <laughs> like, right. I don't want to be involved in that. Like, yeah. Then I then then no, thank you. Like, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want that. Like, yeah. Because for me, right is right, right. and yeah. wrong is wrong. Uh, but that's like kind of the 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 spiritual abusive part is they confuse people and manipulate people in such a way where they start even doubting their own. It's gaslighting. They start doubting their own reality. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and so it was really hard for 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 my husband and I, and it was yeah. really hard for our friends because I felt like my faith was was shattered because these pastors were people that we deeply loved and right. deeply cared about, and the only reason why we were involved as much as we were with this victim was to help them. Like, hey, we're right. trying to help you do the right thing. Let us help. Yeah, you know, here, like, we're gonna do all these meetings. Let, and, like Rich came over our house and we would talk about it. And you know, like we were trying so hard to help them, yeah. and then for that to then be shoved in our face, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, and also, how dare you call the abuser, you know, evil and dangerous? Like I'm like, what? But he it, is. It's just it's just yeah. crazy. it's crazy. Um, and the aftermath of that it was really a lot of cowardice and a lot of half-hearted pleas really from Jason. Um, Meaning what, what, how so? So we left. It became very obvious that we were not afraid to talk about what happened. Mm-hmm. Was there like any sort of announcement at church about it or did they just not say anything? No, they didn't say anything, but that de- people oh. asked, they, they definitely asked the pastors about it. Cause we had been, well, gone. Right, yeah. we had been, involved for a really long time and I started yeah. saying things on Facebook and mm-hmm. you know yeah girl so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that was one thing that like my husband and I said of like I'll protect the victim's confidentiality right because that's not my story to tell Absolutely. so yeah. that I won't like that is no but am I going to protect these pastors that manipulated <laughs> this entire situation yeah. absolutely not and so if someone asks me about it, I'm going to tell the truth. Like mm-hmm. I'm not protecting these people any more than I already have, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so we're kind of went around to Jason cause we had started kind of church shopping and Adam had talked to one of the pastors and basically told him everything that happened to us. That pastor then contacted Jason and was like, dude, what the heck? 
Like, what happened? And then Jason then texted Adam and was like, hey, I guess you guys are still mad. <laughs> um, so, like, oh my you know, gosh. what's, you know, I, I hear you guys are, like, there's still, you know, still stuff going on. And then he said, I feel really uncomfortable with how we left things. And with so how, with Adam, how what? With how we left things. Because we basically, oh. after that meeting, we left and never looked back. You really just did not leave well, so. Yeah, I'll exactly. <laughs> so, like, what the heck? Like, what's going on? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. So, um, yeah. And so, then that happened. Or, so, yeah. And so, Adam was like, no, we're very offended by what yeah. happened. We're not on good terms. Like, and, like. Yeah, like you have my email, like it's and there's like there there's like again there's like this like willful ignorance of like yeah. read the email, process the email and respond back like thoughtfully. Yeah. But again it's this like shooting from the hip of like, oh, what happened? I don't know. You know. And a lot like, of the things too, um, at least this is kind of I mean it's involving the same situation, I guess, but remember that. I mean, it was like right after we had started the the group, our group, but do you remember when everyone was getting on? I don't know the Sovereign Grace Gilbert Church page. Oh my gosh! And then it yeah, turned into that's a shit part of on it. you. That's part of it. So I had so just to <laughs> like, yeah, that was crazy. tell people about that. So I had commented on a public post right. <laughs> that Sovereign Grace Gilbert had posted about the Feb. I think it was the. Do you the still last... have all the screenshot? I probably. Oh, girl, I lit. I like. Do you I, have your folder? Just in case, <laughs> I've got my screenshots. Yeah, I mean, Good. I screenshotted most of them, but yeah, but I mean, they were anyway, like, but there some of those people, some of those people, I have blocked, so I don't have oh, like, right, all their yeah. responses and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I'll go so through mine I... later and give the ones that you don't have. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> But so I commented, um, basically saying like the vi- like the victims deserve better than what you're giving them. Yes. And I and then I hit a nerve, um, <laughs> and said you literally lost pastors because of this, because yes. Jason and Aaron and Tyler had just left. Yeah. Or were leaving or something, and so I'm like, you like do better basically yeah. was something that I said. And then that turned into what well, do you again, what was I the told, original uh post? The what? What was the original post that it was about at? the like the response to Rachel Denhollander's oh, yeah, allegations yeah, yeah. or oh, yeah, something. And so they were just I mean it's just the same old, same old yeah. in their heels. Nothing to see here. And so then people so then there were two people that were our ex-friends of ours that jumped on and then started attacking my character because of everything, basically yeah. everything that I told you. Um, oh, I did, I did, oh. And, and then it was, I mean, it really went downhill and it was so fast to the point where like Rich was even um, like commenting, I think. And it was just, it was like, even just talking about it now or thinking about that thread, like I have some, like in the bottom 
I have like just a gut feeling that's like I need to barf. This is gross. Yeah, it is. No, that's part of of that like toxic system. Is like if someone that's why I tease about I'm the suppressive person. (laughs) Yeah, because if anyone sheds light on the truth, yeah, then their character is automatically attacked. So they weren't. They were. They no longer were talking about what the article was saying. Mm-hmm. They chose to demonize me, and so that right. honestly a really clear picture of basically everything that we had gone through before. Of yeah. like, that's what they do. They and Sovereign Grace Church liked a lot of those posts, like yes. or those comments. Like yes, if yes. Read, if oh, you that read was back, the worst. It was if like you read back, like. Uh, Sovereign Grace Gilbert liked all of those comments as well and so it's like this is the environment that you're creating that like some like me like will comment on a post and say what I said I didn't call anyone an asshole I didn't say anything I didn't curse I didn't right nothing like that I said what I said (sighs) and it was bold I admit But I remember thinking, because we kind of, but then like, but then you get, then you get the fire of your character being attacked. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the difference. Because I remember someone alerted the group, I think. And I think that's why things got a little bit even more heated, I guess I should say, to, on that, on their richest post. Because, but most of the people we couldn't believe that they were attacking instead of just staying to care to just staying on whatever weird topic they wanted to stay on. No, they had to choose to go after you instead. And it was like attacks on your character saying all these things. And I mean, I've never met you in real life, but I'm like, geez, like, I don't think I would call anyone like say, speak so rudely to anyone like they're right. doing right now. Right. It's ridiculous. Like it was really, it was yeah. just evil. I mean, I remember having a hard time sleeping that night just thinking right. about all that stuff. Right. But that's that's that environment. That's yeah. the environment that those pastors create mm-hmm. where it's all for one and one for all and mm-hmm. you're loyal or you're out. I it's definitely like a gang ma- mindset. <laughs> it's like a gang mindset. Like gang. Blood in, blood out. And yeah. I have know- like you know, if you have a problem with us, then we're going to have a problem with you, <laughs> and then we're going to get vicious. Yeah. And, like, we did not, like, I did not, like, my husband has not spoken that way to those people. Mm-hmm. I have not spoken that way yeah. to those people, you know, and, like, and so there's no reason for it to come to that. But yes. again, because of the toxicity mm-hmm. of that cult-like environment, that's how they respond. Um, yeah. And I even DM'd. Uh, that just means they have nothing logical to respond with. So no, they go after your character. And you cannot, you cannot reason with unreasonable people. Yeah. And that was the point that we got to is like, mm-hmm. there's no reasoning with un, like unreasonability. Like there's not, you can't. It's impossible. Like it is, and until both parties have like come to the like, okay, let's like logically think about this and stop, you know, making shit up. Mm-hmm. It there's no there's no point, which is why I blocked 
most of those people. That was very healthy of you to do that. Not like there's no, like I, you, I don't want to know anything about your life yeah. and you do not deserve to know anything. About right. Life. Absolutely. Um, and again, it's not like, I feel like those people are probably just as manipulated as well because of yeah. the culture, you know, what we've talked about that yeah. the pastors have created, mm-hmm. but like, but hurt people can hurt people too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I understand that I empathize, but here's my boundary. And that's like, I don't want you in my life and right. you don't deserve my social media. <laughs> right. That whole the little girl who got like burned. I don't know. Oh, oh gosh, yes. Okay, oh, that was. I mean, that was online. So that was on. Yeah, so that was online. That was verified. Yeah, through emails and there's receipts online, so you could definitely look that up. But that's part of the environment. Of forgive, forgive abusers first, and ask questions later. Yeah. So. With the with those adoptive parent or adoptive no foster parents foster, foster yeah parents foster. that burned that little girl because they acted a certain way pious yeah. Proverbs thirty one I'm assuming yeah. blah 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 after two weeks that's what it said in the email and she was right? also at an age I don't can't remember her age but she was at an age where it was like. I think they said, like, it's sit down or something, that it was a normal kid thing to do. It, you know? She got scars yeah. because of it, like, from what I read, like, on the, the court document. Right. But it's but it's that type of environment of, like, forgiveness first, reconciliation yes, first. Yes. It doesn't matter who the victim is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the, it's the same thing. Domestic abuse, <laughs> sexual abuse, child abuse, like... If it's forgiveness first, ask mm-hmm. questions later. Reconciliation yeah. first, ask questions later. It doesn't matter. Like the victim's feelings mm-hmm. don't matter. Yeah. Uh, or their safety doesn't matter. Then it right. It's, a, it's it breeds abuse an abusive environment. Mm-hmm. And for him, I think. With well, I don't know if we want to paraphrase real fast. Summarize. Sure. Do you want to summarize it real fast so people know? What, what, uh, the the child abuse thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there were, it was reported from the, I think the adoptive parents, the foster parents got arrested. Yeah. Um, then released or whatever and um, started going to Sovereign Grace Gilbert, started going to small group, people knew them, blah, blah, blah. Again, this is all verified yeah. through that, the court documents and through the, the letter that rich and trace yeah yeah um and again i say rich and tray because i like a source told told, tells me that jason and aaron and tyler were not aware Mm. um do you believe that i i I mean i don't i i believe what the document says which is rich and trace signature on it um and so and that's who corresponded with the court true but it's and I think that was kind of the catalyst to for them to like leave and stuff. But um, 
So I don't, I don't really know. I don't want to speculate too much on, on that, but I do know that after two weeks of counseling with Trey, that Trey deemed them the like abusive parents, great, like non-abusive parents and they're great and they shouldn't serve time in jail. They, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that so they shouldn't do time. They shouldn't do time because they got two weeks of counseling with Trey. So obviously he knows. Yes. A wealth of knowledge. Um, and so therefore they shouldn't do th- therefore they shouldn't do time. And let's talk this girl in the in the documents that says this girl will ser- will for the rest of her life have damage. Scars. Scars and it's scars and that sounded maybe like some other stuff too, but Scars yeah. from being uh, burned with burned. Um, boiling hot water by these people. Yes. yes. That that this this infuriates me. They of course. Not know they rich. Exactly. They were these people were not so de- associated at all with Sovereign Grace. Yet somehow after they got out of jail, they went to their rich's church, and after two weeks, they think they know them to be what is that called to be like a. A character witness for their trial or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. I'm sorry, but that is fucked up. It is. is evil. That is like, I, I am so mad. Who does that? People that um, rather that people that have the false doctrine of forgiveness automatically equals being absolved of all consequences. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's a good point. And that's the and that's the culture. That's what we rubbed against with. Yeah. And forgiveness to them under their like false theology mm-hmm. it equals relationship. It equals reconciliation. It equals well now you don't have to suffer the consequences anymore. It's a right. very naive way mm-hmm. of looking at abuse. Mm-hmm. And it's a very dangerous way of looking yeah. at it. Um, yeah. leaves the victims hanging and leaves the victims to be re-victimized. Like, it's just, you know, it, it's a cycle of, it's a never-ending cycle. It's a cycle of abuse. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Um, so then I know you have to go. Can you just give us like one brief little, uh, how long have you been out for? Uh, Three years? No. Yeah. Almost. Almost no. years. Wait, is it two years? Two years, three years. Oh, shit. oh wait, you said 2017. Know. So yeah, 2017. Be... Yeah, that's true. My maybe math was wrong. Oh, maybe it's 2018. What year is it? 2018. Oh, maybe it was 2018. I thought it was 2017. I felt like I was out in 2000. Yeah, it seems like. Doesn't it seem like such a different world? It does. We live in it now. does. So it's been two. Oh. It'll be almost two years. So maybe okay. I got my dates wrong. Sorry. We probably left it around. Oh, I officially left around the same time. That's interesting. So oh. then, how have you? Um, how have you started building your life back? And have you started any type of therapy or tr- treatment for religious abuse or anything? Yes. Yeah. And so it. I was in a really dark place for a while. Um, and I relate very hard, like pretty hard with the deconstruction of the faith and stuff, Mm -hmm. because there was a lot that I felt like I held dear that I no longer did. Yeah. And so that's really scary. That's a really scary place to be Mm -hmm. to like, to doubt everything that you were taught, you know? Yeah. There was a period of, 
just depression. Right. Um, just going through that. And then I didn't really feel like licking my wounds anymore. And so I read a lot of actually self-help books. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So then I read, you know, David Goggins, mm-hmm. Can't Hurt Me. That's a really good book. Um, Rachel Hollis, mm-hmm. loved her at the time. Um, a lot of like, there just a lot of like the like that type of material yeah, yeah, yeah. a huge no-no in sovereign yeah self-help is a huge no-no right you only need jesus only jesus yeah that's all you need and so that really helped me that helped me kind of get out of my funk and kind of Good. do something about what i had gone through mm-hmm. and then um so just kind of reprocessing through that and then just recently in the last three months or so I've been going through going to three or no four months four months I've been going to trauma therapy to yes reprocess through everything because it just it does leave you so confused of like why did this happen like I don't even you know you didn't even talk about because also when you leave and I have told I mean you and to my parents they will not agree to this but it's a standard fact that when you leave, tip, even if you leave well for most people, uh, it is out of sight, out, out of mind, and they don't give a shit about you anymore. So then you really lose your whole, yeah, uh, wor- yeah your whole world. You lose your whole it's world trying to figure in out what the fuck fell, do I believe? <laughs> in one fell swoop, we yeah. lost our entire community that we had exactly. for 17 years. So, so hard. Like, you just feel, yeah. It's, anyways, it's, it's a yeah. bad place to be in. No, totally. Totally. Um, and, and on top of that, we were still getting like, my husband got an email from an old friend, you know, like, so we were still getting elbow, you know, elbows and yeah, shit in our face, you know, and so it's just, it's hard because people don't want to leave well enough alone. Um, and so, yeah. So it sounds like you've had great success with, um, Oh, it's letting us go. Okay, great success with the trauma therapy. And you're doing yes. EMDR as well, you said, right? Yes, I have. I have. Would you... Sure. That's my next step. So have you seen a lot of um, improvement? Yes. Yes, I have. How long have you I been mean, going? Um, for, for, I mean, four months. So Oh, yeah, wow. Through, through trauma therapy and then doing EMDR four months. Okay, cool. Because I, I would love to be a resource to help people going through this yes, stuff yes. too. Exactly. That you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not alone for sure. And it, it's it it is really depressing at first, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It does get so much better. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jess. No I'm, problem. You're so patient with me. We finally no, no did problem. It. <laughs> um, no problem. So I appreciate you, and I actually want to maybe uh, eventually do a like roundtable discussion with some other people from Gilbert. No problem. I thought oh, you'd be great sure. to start with. <laughs> yeah. No, I would love that. No problem right. for sure. Thank go you so much enjoy. for having me on. Yes, and you go enjoy your weekend. I will. You too. And as always, 
keep on doing better than CJ Mahaney deserves.